Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock it! My name is Nigel, Jason Hammer is here, and Trump is back. Guess who's back? I'll be back. I'm looking at it. Back again. Let me see the t-shirt where it's Donald Trump, uh, you know, the movie poster of the Terminator. Right. Where it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Arnold, but it's not Arnold, it's Trump holding up the gun with the glasses that says the Trumpinator. I'll be back. I love it. I want that shirt. So how much (laughs) of that... Very long announcement. Long did you watch last night? Did you make uh, it all no, the way through? Uh, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, it was a long one. Um, I thought it was. I, I thought. Um, I guess poised is a good word, um, but definitely subdued. It wasn't rally Trump necessarily. This was presidential Trump. Um, it wasn't Twitter Trump. It was. He was last night. How a lot of middle of the road. Republicans and even maybe some independents wished he was instead of bombastic and insulting Trump. But can he rebrand himself as that guy or is it too late? That's the million dollar question right now. I mean, because you go, you compare and contrast his behavior last night, again, very presidential and poised, yet subdued um, to, you know, some of the social media things that he's put out against uh, Ron DeSantis and, uh, you know, like even Glenn Youngkin. Right, Youngkin. and Winsome Sears and Youngkin. Yeah, yeah and- what are they, like, why is he, like, because Youngkin wouldn't commit to not running for president in 2024 in the press. Trump went after him a couple of days ago on his Truth Social, so it's just kind of stuff like that that still has people <laughs> tiptoeing around, like walking on eggshells a little right. bit when it comes to a Trump presidency. This was the big announcement last night. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. Make America great and glorious again. Magaga. Magaga. We're going with Magaga now, apparently. Yeah, he talked about his four years in the White House, and, and everybody was thriving like never before. And, and, and you know, by this time in 2020, back in 2020, the economy was coming back from COVID, stronger border, no inflation, stuff like that. Had a lot of, he looked back a lot, and then he looked forward to uh, his presidency, uh, his, you know, what could be his second presidency. He did bring up some of the COVID restrictions, especially in how it plays with our United States military. We'll get Biden's radical left ideology out of our military. And I did. I did. And in the first day, they put it back. They signed an executive order and they put it back. It was gone. We will abolish every Biden COVID mandate and rehire every patriot who was fired from our military with an apology and full back pay. Yeah, I like that. I like a lot of the stuff he had to say last night. I I, I definitely like that stuff. If you were let go in the military for not getting that gd vaccine then you should be rehired with back pay and an apology especially knowing what we know now about the vaccine how you how it doesn't stop you from acquiring covid or spreading it you know but the speech was so damn long even sean hannity bailed out of it really (laughs) sean hannity that's like his buddy those two are bros right Uh, even he cut out of it at one point the new york post called it low energy now, I get Donald Trump is damned if you do, damned if you don't. If he went, went up there and he was rally Trump, rally Trump, yeah, yeah, yeah. calling people SOB and saying fake news, they would have said that he was a lunatic. He's fired. But he was trying to be somewhat subdued last night. And he got called low energy by the New York Post. Hmm. This is Matt Schlapp. He is the head of the CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. 
he stacks up and his policies stack up just so perfectly against all these Biden fiascos. And I think he, you know, rather methodically walked out. It was a little more boring than most Trump speeches. It was a little more sober. Um, uh, he stuck to the script, which was, I think, at this moment, exactly what he needed to do. So bravo, Mr. President. And Schlapp's right. Uh, he did. I, I like that you know, he compared and contrasted his presidency with the last two years of Joe Biden. He said Americans are going through pain, hardship, anxiety, despair. It's a nation in decline. Um, uh, but then he also looked forward to what can, uh, you know Americans can expect if they elect him for a second term. So one of the questions that a lot of people are asking is, why so early? Why did Donald Trump announce his candidacy so early? And we'll get into this with Tony Kennett when he joins us here in just a little bit. But for me, if I'm looking at this, I think Donald Trump, one, wants to jump in front of an indictment. I do believe in the next 90 days, he will be indicted on those classified documents from Mar-a-Lago. Now, we could have the debate on whether that should happen or whether it shouldn't happen. Is it BS or not? That's a separate discussion. But I do think it's coming. I think the old man wanted to jump in front of it, and then he can use that to his advantage like he usually does. And get two full years of media. This You're right. This, this happen, doesn't normally happen this early, but he gets two full years of media coverage in this, and... Uh, I don't know. I've heard I've heard people say clear the field. Like you know now now there's gonna now that he declared first. No, there's gonna be some people like ah screw it. I'm not, if he's in there, I'm not even gonna try it. But I don't believe it. Tony Katz had a good point earlier this morning. You think Ted Cruz wouldn't run for president? You think um, Marco Rubio or some of these guys still wouldn't run for president even though Donald Trump announced a year early that he was running? No, they've got no you shot know. of winning, but they're not scared of running. I think that's what it comes down to. For me, mm-hmm. there are two people who could win the primary and only one who could win a general. We're talking about Donald Trump and we're talking about Ron DeSantis. As much as I like people like Rand Paul or some of these other folks, they've got no shot of winning the primary. They don't. But DeSantis does and Trump does. But I think only Ron DeSantis is the one that could win the general right now. I think DeSantis is going to kick back in his you know his governor's chair or whatever you call it at his big desk put his feet on the desk his hands behind his head and just sit back and watch the party for a little while before he decides what to do and that's smart and listen i'm not trying to beat up on donald trump i voted for donald trump twice nobody's beating up on him. i loved his policies like the sideshow stuff i do not care i was entertained by it but it didn't affect me i love the policies from the jobs reports to working on the border. Standing up to China, wiped out ISIS. Right, the low Uh, prices of fuel, American energy. I was here for that. And if he's the nominee, I will vote for him again. But I'm not going to lie to you, I don't think he can win the general. There are too many people that don't like the guy personally. And apparently, that's a big deal. Because our presidency in this country has become American Idol, whether you like it or not. It's going to have to be more than, look at Biden, he's a radical, the Democrats are radicals. It's going to have to be more. That's not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's what that speech was about, but that's like in general, that's one of the reasons why the GOP didn't do so hot in the midterm, midterms. Trump even talked about that last night. He said, um, you know, Republicans probably should have done better in the midterms, blamed it on people not understanding the full consequences of, of Biden's policies, but they're going to feel it pretty soon. Um, but they're going to have something more than just uh, uh, those guys are radicals over there. 
he and that's one of the things Trump talked about in his speech moving forward looking beyond uh, what Americans can expect if he's elected again but is he already branded can he win over people he's already offended or ticked off is it too late <laughs> I, think, I think he saw the polls after the midterms and after he said that stuff about DeSantis and Yunkin Remember, we talked about it yesterday. Those polls were pretty bad for Donald Trump. And I think somebody got a hold of him and said, hey, enough. At least for this speech, tone it down just a little bit. Because people, it was novel back in 2016. It was also new, wasn't it? Right. It was also fun. And it was fun because Hillary was such an unlikable witch. Sure. (laughs) But now, even though Biden doesn't know his left from his right and he shakes hand with the air, people (laughs) view him as... Almost as like a grandpa. He's not ultimately unlikable like Hillary was. And whether it's Gavin Newsom, whether it's Pete Buttigieg, they won't have that same ugh factor that Hillary Clinton had. Honestly, a lot of people voted against Hillary Clinton and not for Donald Trump. That's how he got 2016. And that's the same thing, uh, except in the opposite direction for 2020. Right. Now... I want you to throw me that tinfoil hat over Uh-oh. here, Notch. Throw me the hat, because I'm going to put the hat on here. There it is. Let me put the hat on here, <laughs> because I'm telling you something, and I believe this to be true. You are going to see the national media openly root for Donald Trump to win this primary, because they know their guy is can beat Donald Trump. Well, the Democrats were paying MAGA Republicans. They were funding their campaigns in, uh, in in primaries across the country headed to the midterms for that exact same reason. And we're already seeing the strategy because Donald Trump is really good at taking a headline from a news agency and using that to fire up his base. All right. So last night, this was the headline from the Washington Post. I'm going to read this word for word. Quote, The twice impeached former president, Donald Trump, 76, who refused to concede in the 2020 election and is in the subject of multiple criminal investigations, is running again in 2024, increasing the likelihood of a potential rematch with Biden. That was the Washington Post. See, that's, you know, stuff like that. People are going to look at that and might say, screw it. I'm voting for the guy again. I see what you're trying to do. And here's NPR. By the way, your tax dollars go to NPR. Quote, Donald Trump, who tried to overthrow the results of the 2020 presidential election and inspired a deadly riot at the Capitol in a desperate attempt to keep himself in power, has filed to run for president again in 2024. (laughs) You got to see what's going on here. Let me straighten up my hat. They're going to keep doing these types of headlines to fire up Donald Trump's base. They want him to win. And it will. It sure will. Uh, Tim Poole, independent journalist who's got this podcast, uh, retweeted the NPR thing, that headline he put, and he put this. Joe Biden, who is called a pedophile by his son and is seen on camera groping and sniffing little girls, says he intends to run for re-election in 2024. (laughs) Fire with fire exactly it's the same thing but the thing is my tax money isn't going to tim pool it's going True. to npr True. like i see a lot of people saying oh the MAGA crowd doesn't like free speech all of a sudden no they can say what they want i just don't want to pay for thank it thank you yeah, thank you